Are you a fashion designer that has just recently graduated university or your position as a designer at a company and you need to update your CV and you're curious, what are the key things that an employer will look at? I have had the opportunity to personally hire, train and coach over 40 different fashion designers and reviewed over a thousand CVs over the last seven years. So what are the key things that I look for? How do you create and format an effective CV? Well, tune into this episode. You guys are about to find out. Before we get into it, we need to understand what the purpose of a CV is. If I had the chance and the opportunity to sit down with unlimited time and meet every single prospective employee, that's something I would do. But we all know that time is limited. And in order for us to effectively use that time, we need CVs. CVs are a way for us to understand who's applying to the position, what their background is, and ultimately whether or not they're relevant. You want to show that you have consistency in your career growth. There's nothing more that a employer hates than someone who's unfocused, someone who is showing that they're going to take any single job that can come up to them. Because at the end of the day, an employer wants to know if they're going to invest their time and their effort into you to build you up. They want to receive a return on this investment. They want to see someone who is motivated and willing to be a part of a team and to grow the brand that you're working on. One of the key things to understand about a effective CV is that most times you're going to have 10 to 20 seconds to make an impression. So it should be easy to read. Anything that is more than that, that's more daunting, that's more difficult to read, is going to be thrown aside. Even if you're one of the best candidates in the world, but your CV is unorganized, it's unclear what you do or what you offer. It's essential to understand that any job opportunity is typically going to come with dozens and dozens of CVs. And I take my personal experience. When I sit down, I already have a billion and one things to do on that day. CVs is one of my things that I have to do, but I don't have the time to sit down, to go through each one in painstaking detail. You need to keep your CV light, easy to read, direct, straightforward, organized in its flow. So keep it clear and concise and give yourself the best possible opportunity to stand out and to be understood as to the talent that you truly are. CV guidelines for fashion designers will start off with number one, which is keep your CV to a single page minimum. I usually print out the CVs that I receive and there's nothing more that I hate than wasting paper on unnecessary things. The thing that I hate the most is either those really long CVs that could be consolidated into one singular page or that CV that has two pages and it's one page packed full of information and then the second page is like my hobbies. I'm going to honestly be quite salty that you made me print out that extra page just to hear that you like to play ping pong as a hobby. You want to design a CV that stands out but is not overbearing or obnoxious. Consider using a maximum of two fonts, don't have too many colors, but also give your CV a little bit of personality. If you want to include your picture in there, sometimes that helps to help you stand out. And I'm someone that typically likes to put a face to a name. It allows me to humanize the CV a little bit more. At the same time, it is essential to keep your CV as direct and straightforward as possible, but give it a flair. You don't want your CV to fall into irrelevance or to be so generic in the visual layout and the approach that when I'm trying to look through the CVs at the end of the day, it's very difficult to me to tell person A from person B because they're all using the exact same format. Make sure that your CV has a light hand. The last thing that I like to see is a CV that is too bold, that's too aggressive. There's too much contrast between the paper used and the type or even the printing used. Think about the feeling associations that you're going to give the person that is reading your CV. You can simply just create a light hand CV that is 
printed using tonal colors that are easy to read, light on the eyes, and make sure that your reviewer or the person reading your CV doesn't get a migraine or a headache. Give it the best possible chance to succeed and you'll notice a big difference in how you're received from your potential employers. Make sure your timeline is present and keep everything in chronological order with your most recent events or most job opportunities at the very top of your CV. Also, make it easy for your employers to understand the timelines of your different positions. Keep them all left aligned and make sure to include the month and the year on which that specific event is occurring. In terms of what headings or sections you want to include, keep it straightforward and simple. First thing is your objective. Why are you applying? What are you looking to achieve from this position or from your career in general? You also want to include your education. No need to include what a high school or what primary school, what kindergarten you graduated from. And make sure you're including your undergrad and your post grad universities if they are applicable. Experience is also majorly important when it comes to the different headings and experience, as we mentioned, should be placed in chronological order. If you have any relevant words or skills, you can also add them. They are a plus. It shows a well-rounded person, someone who's a go-getter and someone who is interested in excelling in anything that they do. So you can also include them at the very bottom section of your CV. This has to do with the grammar. Make sure to keep everything in past. Try to avoid switching between the present, future, and past tense frequently. When it comes to tense, make sure to remain grammatically accurate. When you're describing your previous experiences, use the past tense. When you're describing your current objectives, use the present. And your future goals and ambitions, use the future tense. It sounds like this is something that I shouldn't be mentioning, but it is something that I typically see. People mixing up their tenses and it just looks unprofessional and sloppy overall. What to omit? Well, definitely omit your pre-college awards experiences. No one needs to know that you're the spelling bee champion in the third grade. Also, make sure to omit the words CV or curriculum vitae from the top or the header. I know what page I'm reading. I know what document I'm reading. No need for you to tell me and to waste the space. Feel free to omit your hobbies. No need for me to know that you're interested in ping pong. And then lastly, make sure to omit your date of birth. Again, not necessary. Last but not least, make sure to proofread. You'd be surprised by how many CVs I've received that have poor grammar, that have spelling mistakes, that are formatted incorrectly. These things show a lack of attention to detail. And no matter how talented you are, no matter how professional you are, if I don't see that you're an organized person, that you take things seriously, I'd rather get someone who is willing to put in the effort to make sure that they harvest the very most that they can out of everything they can in life, rather than someone who's just chilling, someone who relies on their natural talent or their intelligence to get by and expects that to be enough.